You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Come on, let's turkey Mornings with Lone Star. It's 9 in the morning-ish, 9.04. Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy and Jake in the studio. Brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Happy Gobble Gobble Week, guys. Gobble 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 Day. We actually found a, or Dick actually found a turkey-themed bumper song. Thank you, Dick. Yeah, very impressed. Very yeah, impressed. with like 12 seconds to go, too. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting ready. Okay, we're going on this in a minute. Hey, what music should we do? I don't know, something Thanksgiving-y. And Dick, by golly, he found it. He's the best Dick I know. Hey, <laughs> when it comes to Dick's, it doesn't come any better than him. <laughs> nope. He is the best. <laughs> thank uh, you. We, we thank you, Dick. Uh, on this day of Thanksgiving, we give thanks to our favorite Dick. That's right. In the studio. The one and only. The one and only Dick. True to our heart. <laughs> Happy yeah, moving on from moving on from giving Dick all of the kudos today. Uh, so it is uh, the last broadcast of the week. I know it's sad to see the this. It's a short week for us, and it's sad to see it come to an end. But uh, we we do have a lot of fun coming up over the next few days with family and friends and food and football. That's uh, it's going to be a blast. Do, are you a are you a big football fan? Do, are you you one who watches? Thanksgiving is one of the very few days where I actually watch well, yeah, football. So uh, I don't know who's playing, but and to go back and I don't want to get too political on th- this early on a Wednesday morning, but I'm really curious to see what their numbers and ratings are uh, compared to past Thanksgivings. But I, I was thinking about this and I was actually talking about it with my brother. I think it's kind of a skewed uh, numbers now because of Thursday football and they have, we have Thursday football every week now. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think the Thursday football special event that goes with Thanksgiving is as special as it it was prior to the uh, well, introduction right, of wasn't Thursday. Absolutely. Wasn't the UT A&M game usually on this? Uh, yep, it was It was every Thursday. Uh, Good morning, everybody. Sorry. <laughs> that, 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 that his way through the morning. <laughs> yeah, he's, at least it's not white powdery substance. <laughs> <laughs> Dick and Skippy are equally sick this morning. Jake, apparently you already went through this, right, I, last yeah, week? I probably passed it on to you guys yeah, two, weeks, a lot. two weeks ago, but yeah. It's the gift that keeps on giving. But the only difference between Dick and I uh, is that Skippy's hopped up on some <laughs> mega drugs this morning. All legal. Don't worry all about legal. it. All legal. And uh, Dick isn't. So let's compare. Although <laughs> he is pouring an odd substance out of a red bag onto his taco. We have working tacos today. It's been a while since we've had working tacos, so Skippy stopped by Carmelita. Carmelita. Carmelita's ordered some tacos because that's what we do on Thanksgiving, like the pilgrims did with the Indians. They ate tacos. I'm pretty sure they had Were you there? Prove me wrong. That's right. (laughs) But, yeah, no, I'd be curious to see where the numbers end up this year for the Thursday. You know what's funny? I don't. No, you don't care anymore. I don't care. I'm over the the NFL. I'm over harassment. I'm over everything we've been talking about. Over harassment. I'm I'm loving the the. No, I got I got I was reading this thing that somebody uh, I wish I knew the reporter's name. Basically, she came out saying that if a few innocent men get taken down in this process of taking down the patriarchy, it's it's okay. And I was just really kind of disturbed by that thought process. Yeah, because that's the same person. Who would say we got to abolish the death penalty because if we save one innocent person, it's okay to let all these others. Yeah, so 
I'm over it. <clears throat> Dynamo lost two to zero. I know that was a tough loss last night. We uh, had that crazy red card. Yeah, it, it was. It was pretty unfortunate. So now we got to go win. Uh, we had to score at least two. At to least tie. two to tie and send it to, to extra. And then um, if not, we're we got to get three up on them to to win. So it's gonna be a, it's gonna well, be. Well, it's nice if we get three on them and they tie at three. We still win because we have more away goals. Correct. So. Correct. Correct. But uh, yeah, no, it was it was a sad loss for the Houston yeah. area. That's yesterday, but it's not over yet. Always power of believing. That's right. And uh, I'm you, going. I'm Team Domino. Did you, have you ever uh, heard Dynamo. this in the news about this EA Sports, uh, EA Sports, EA Battlefront Two, and how like Europe is basically going to ban the games they make because of the microtransactions? They think that's gambling. Have you heard about this? No. So, so apparently in the game. what a microtransaction Well, a microtransaction is like you buy the game, and in the game you can spend money, like real money. And okay. there are certain games that have a randomized element to you spending money. So, for example, you buy like a, a deck of cards, and you, you pay $5 per booster pack, and you don't know which one you're getting. It's like random every time. And uh, – a lot of people got upset with this game, particular game, and now Europe is looking at banning all games like that because of the addictive nature it hmm. brings to kids. Because you know, you've always heard that story since apps came out with microtransactions that the little kid is like spending thousands and thousands of dollars on accident because they don't know what money is, and they're just kind of like, "Yeah, I want more jewels," and like they, they yeah, keep so buying. Is Europe talking about doing that for the apps as well? Well, if it's randomized, if it's like gambling, because it really is like you're basically rolling a dice you're paying five dollars just to roll a dice and you get like a, a gun or you get like a different colored shirt on your guy and i'm not kidding you it depends on the game but uh but yeah star wars battlefront 2 got like a huge knockback from it like they're even talking about changing its stock position in the stock market because of the backlash because they're not making as much money as they were interesting and then apparently the ceo of disney because they own the ip called the head of ea saying turn it off because how much how ridiculous it is. Because there, I think what they did that was different from like just randomly getting cool aesthetics is they made it like you. Get, that was the only way to unlock parts of the game. So like to get Darth Vader, you had to either keep buying the loot boxes and hope to get them, or you had to play the game for like sixty hours or seventy hours or something like that to get like a normal character in the game. Well, that's where that's where I'm all about the free market because that's the choice they made. And if people get enough people get ticked off, then they will not buy the game or play the game and they'll get bad reviews and they'll change their mind. So no one's forcing anyone to, to play the game, to be Darth Vader. Um, on the, the phone apps that I have, you know, I'm pretty chintzy. So I will always do the free route. I think the only app I actually spend money on for the paid version was Words with Friends. So I wouldn't have to deal with the, uh, the ads, but I play like literally 30 games simultaneously. On words with friends. Is it simultaneously or Sorry. simultaneously? Uh, both. Uh, well, is it it's tomato, a, tomato, uh, tomato? Britishism is simultaneous. Well, this argument is for the kids because, like, if you and it's happened to me, I let me, my nephew play on my Xbox, and then I started getting emails about five dollar purchases, mm -hmm. and I was like, when did I buy five dollars credits? When did I when did I do this? Well, in the game, he literally has to hit like three buttons. <laughs> he goes like start option store and purchase like it takes no time to get to it yeah there needs to be uh, some kind of safeguard so apple well there is a safeguard like i could me not knowing i don't have kids so i don't put that safeguard on my xbox but you can put it on your xbox where every time there's a purchase somebody has to enter a code or something like well that. yeah mm -hmm. so apple is even taking a step further say your child uh knows your code or 
you have a family share account where they can purchase things on their own. Um, they have a, a setting now where it's like, hey, you know, do you approve this this purchase? Essentially, is what it is. So, and the 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 adult, the adult, the parent. Now it's gonna be Face ID. It's like that's not your face. I'm like, oh, I can't buy anything. I don't like the Face ID no, idea. Yeah, nor I. First off, it puts you on facial recognition. No matter what, but also and the government knows where you are at all times. That's right, but primarily because if I get beaten up, like I've been beaten up in the past, my face is not going to look like it. And if I want to call the cops, I'm like, open my phone. We don't recognize your face. Did you hear about the, uh, I believe it was four ladies, uh, they went to Taiwan uh, to get, from China, to get cheaper plastic surgery done. Uh-oh. And they had Uh-oh. to go through a whole fiasco to get back on the plane to get back to China. Because oh, my their, gosh, yeah. Their faces were so different <laughs> that the the security, airport security, wouldn't let them through because they didn't match their IDs. Like they had multiple multiple IDs with their names on it, but none of the pictures looked like them. So that's funny. Yeah, well, that's a, that's very real, actually. Not thinking about it, and again, not to get political, but you know, when new laws are put into effect, uh, you have to sometimes the law goes into effect before it's fully thought, thought through. Like for instance, uh, with Colorado with legalization of marijuana, that was put into effect before. Uh, you, there was a standard of what intoxication under marijuana was. You know, with alcohol, you can the, it affects the, the point of yeah, and with marijuana, that's not the case. So they kind of put the cart before the horse on that one. And I think same thing with uh, like gender transition and stuff like that, where they everyone's racing to 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 get these laws into effect. You can be anyone you want, and this is not the comment I'm making on that aspect. The aspect is, you know, if you're driver's license as male and and since your last photo or last time you went driver's license you decide to start identifying with another gender you know you got to change your driver's I, yeah, license you got to change your photo that's what i'm saying it's but, but i wonder to- for those who go through the surgical process to actually make the switch over um i wonder if they have to change their driver's license prior to the surgery or you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know how that works. And that's also, a, that's an I never even thought about that. Right, and with that, because you have those who are undergoing the surgical procedures to actually, you know, scientifically swap genders. But nowadays, you have, oh, if I identify, I can identify as a woman. I can identify as black. I can identify as. So there's no surgical surgery involved. I can just, you know, like that woman did for with a nonprofit, just take a lot of self tanning stuff, look darker, and say, oh, I identify as black. Well, does that mean you, that means you got to change your driver's license? You got to change. Yeah. If I identify as a, a unicorn, is that like a legal change? Can I can I make that illegal change? You no, know, I didn't know. I don't know. If this is true. Apparently, in Mexico until last year, you could identify as a black, as an African American on like your official record. You couldn't. Yeah, you had to, you had to check other. Really interesting. Yeah. Hmm. No wonder hundreds of thousands a day are clamoring to get into America. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, well, how many, how many black, or I guess, are they, they're probably Dominican or Cuban or something along those lines, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, I don't think there's a lot of people trying to migrate to Mexico. Well, that's yeah. well, but they go into Mexico to get, you know, keep going north. Um, well, no, this is talking about like to be a citizen there and you just like what, what race you are. Well, yeah, but if you wanted to play, say you want to play baseball in America, a lot of them go to Mexico and become citizens there. To do so, but I know that a lot of Dominicans would they classify as as black rather than mm-hmm. as w- whatever as non black, right, whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever else there there would be. But 
No, that, that's, yeah, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Well, that's something that kind of cracks me up, you know, deep down, not really funny, haha. It's that the United States of America truly is, I think, the most diverse country, like, in the universe. Well, I think a lot of people realize that when Donald Trump became president, they tried to go to Canada or something. And Canada's like, we don't just allow people to come in. Right. And think about it. It's like, I think the blacks are severely underrepresented in China. There aren't enough blacks in China. A lot, not enough black people have, have jobs in China or Hispanic people because— or Japan or Russia, you know, there's there's none of this. They have their they're very protected their ethnicities. Their well, yeah, yeah, culture and ethnicity. Mm -hmm. you, you know, when you're in Japan, you're Japanese. You know, you have dark hair and and Asian features. When, and when we went to uh, Korea, went to South Korea. When I got two buddies that live over there, one's one's white and one's Korean, but both grew up here in America. Mm -hmm. uh, and when we went over there, I was like, yeah, hey, you know. Uh, what do I need to do to rent a car? You know, is it, is it any more expensive? And and they were like, you can't rent a car here. And I was like, well, why not? Because you're not Korean and only Koreans are allowed to rent cars in Korea. And I was like, what? You're kidding me. And yeah. Like, yeah. I, but that's one of those As things. As a kid in Japan, seriously, there were cabs that would not stop. Now, of course, we nuked their country a few decades earlier, so I get the sour grapes. But I mean, restaurants, I, I think I may have said this before. But there's a lot of uh, anti-American sentiment. We get it, Dickie. Dickie. We get it, Skippy. Skippy. You Dickie. traveled as a kid. I traveled he as a kid. Travel, he lived. He lived. I lived. Well, lived. living, but he traveled you know, to live. When, when, we come back, live there, right? when we come back from the break, I want to talk about net neutrality. Yes. Yeah. That's a big topic these days. Yeah, y'all clearly seem educated on the topic. <laughs> no, no I, I'm really is. We're saving just, our topic. This is the latest round of it. Is this going to be like the last time? Oh, my God, they're going to steal the internet from us. Again, or is this for realsies this time? For realsies. realsies. That'd be a great statement. Hey, guys. For realsies. For realsies. realsies. We mean it this time. All right, good. Good deal. We'll be back. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. Thank you for joining us. We're going to have a song break at the bottom of the hour. Let us know what song you want to hear, folks. Just call in 936-647-3776 or message on Facebook, MW Lone Star. Morning's Lone Star is brought to you by Conroe Coffee. And also, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning in the Montgomery County area. Special thanks to those sponsors. Let's hear a quick word from them. We'll be back here with more Mornings with Lone Star. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe, at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com.
Don't you just hate it when websites have pop-ups? I just hate it. That's why I'm just, if you notice, I'm on my tablet nowadays. I, I gave up on bringing my laptop in here. Welcome back. Oh, wait, it's wrong, Turkey wrong Day. Bird. Wrong bird. Turkey Day is tomorrow. Oh, no, I sound like a pigeon. I'm moving on. Happy pre-Turkey Day. Happy pre-Turkey Day. So I was, happy Black Friday. I was uh, on the phone with my mama. <laughs> Your mama? And uh, <laughs> I'm not going to be with our family this Thanksgiving. And I asked, what are you guys doing? Like, we usually have a big family. I have a large family to start with. Apparently, the stars have aligned and nobody's coming to see my mom and my dad. So it's literally just them. And she's like, well, I'm going to make a turkey still. I'm like, you're going to make a big turkey just for two people? And she's like, yeah. So there you go. Someone's still having turkey day. I know Donald Trump pardoned two turkeys. Oh, my gosh. How dare I? This is this. Welcome to Trump's America. When did that start? Oh, Jodo, you know the history of partying turkey? A like, very what? long time. I, actually, I think there was an episode of the West Wing where they actually talked about that because they. it used to be one turkey was pardoned, the other was, was eaten. And I, I believe it was Carter. It was the first turkey, uh, first president. Sorry, first turkey, first president <laughs> to pardon both. I love you. I love you, Jimmy Carter. Uh, to pardon both some, turkeys. Some people might call him a turkey, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he had his moments. But no, uh, I, I didn't I, even know that was a thing until watching the kids' movie Freebird, and I, I didn't know that was a real thing. And, and then I was like, oh wait, this is actually an actual thing that presidents do. How silly! Of like, out of all the things presidents do, what's the silliest ceremonial thing that they do? Because I gotta, I gotta. This has got to be up there. Pardoning a turkey, like, is that really something our president needs to take time to do? Well, I think it's more of uh, there's certain th- celebrations the White House does. The for, Easter egg hunt, like that's like it's like a known thing for half a day. They do something s- silly, like the Easter egg hunt, and then you know the uh, Christmas tree, and then like the orphans. Isn't that orphans come there or something like no, that? No, no. And I get all that. The Christmas tree and everything. You like just that. don't like Thanksgiving? He's, no, I love Thanksgiving. Sounds like you don't. I love Thanksgiving, but. Pardoning a turkey. We're talking. We're treating it like it's an inmate, and we're pardoning of of, of a death sentence. Hey, or at a least life President sentence. Trump is pardoning somebody. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to reserve all comment there. Um, anyways, net neutrality. Net neutrality. And again, this is one of those knee jerk people are howling about this without fully appreciating what it is. So you know, the official definition of net neutrality is the principle that internet service providers and governments should treat all data on the internet equally, not discriminating or charging differentially. Basically meaning if I just wanted to browse pages at random, I could. But YouTube might be able to charge, you know, you, know, you want to come to YouTube, it's an extra $2.99 a month. Or, you know, if I wanted to stream Hulu or something, that you can package it. And people are like, no, because right now on the internet, I pay my flat. I don't know what I pay you for, so I just pay whatever they tell me to pay. I'm a very <laughs> bad businessman. Just don't tell my clients that. And I get access to everything, pretty much. If net neutrality is repealed, then that means that the YouTubes of the world, the Hulus of the world, the porn sites of the world can actually charge, you know, seal well, themselves they, off. They, so they already charge. So what's where's the difference? Right. There we go. <clears throat> but you have these people, oh, no, 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 on cable. I don't have HBO. You know why? I don't think it's worth the extra of... You're cheap. I'm cheap. I'm a cheap <laughs> SOB. And, uh, there's, there's not enough on HBO to grab my attention. I will, Okay, or or let's even take it out of uh, cable so much. I will not pay a penny for CBS All Access. Is that so... Well, I guess that's purely internet, right? Mm-hmm. That's streaming. And so, but I mean, I'll, I have the option to say, you know what? If, if 
Star Trek Discovery and the other shows they have on All Access were enough to justify me paying, then I'd gladly pay it. I have the right to say, no, thank you. And I gladly do that. So this is already out there. The more electricity you you use, the more you're charged, the more um, phone lines you have or DVR connectors you have, you're charged more. So it's already there. So I, I guess what my question would be is for those who are opposed and educated on net neutrality, but opposed to it, are on the opposite side of it. What what's their what's their key point argument? What's their main their main staple argument? Uh, opposed to net neutrality or opposed to getting rid of net neutrality? Getting right. getting rid of net neutrality. Those opposed to getting rid of net neutrality means that Facebook might be actually actually be able to charge you to be a Facebook client or customer. Or the ISP charges Facebook. Or or the ISP charges Facebook for access. I mean, like, just to give you an idea what it what, essentially what it is. You ever seen those ads for? You know, uh, like T-Mobile, and they're like, hey, do this plan. You get to watch Netflix for free. Mm-hmm. Like, we won't charge you data for that. It's just basically the same idea. They get to manipulate how the user experience works. And for net neutrality, that's what they want to prevent. But it, what's funny to me is they're already doing it. They're all, like, it's, been, it's a known thing that your ISP slows down your internet connection when you watch so much mm-hmm. Netflix and things like that. Like, especially here. Or your phone on your data, you know. Uh, I, I used to be charged over just now. I have the thing where if I, I hit my data for the month, it just strangles it down. And you know what? I can live with that. It inspires me to not use so much data. Well, now, I guess I would counter that with I live out in the boonies, and I, I'm i limited already on how much I can use. And I can't watch Netflix at the lake house because it, it uses up too much of my data, and therefore I— I, I mean, I can't watch it. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to stream the internet at all. But even then, I don't. Well, I can't make it through a month. So well, they're going to limit well, me one more. One thing a lot of people don't look at this is, is it's your local municipality that votes on what ISPs are in your area. So, for example, like here, the city government made a deal with Suddenlink and Consolidated. That's why you don't have Comcast in downtown. I mean, that's because this local municipalities vote on this stuff about doing the infrastructure. About doing like the line, the line uh, laying the lines down, and also providing a service to the local community. So, you know, like the net neutrality thing always made me laugh when people were upset about it because it's like, well, you know, it's very local. Go to your local people. There's a reason why you don't have Google Fiber, and it's either because Google Fiber isn't allowed to be here, or Google Fiber doesn't want to go through the red tape to be here. Like it's just kind of like what what's worth it to the consumer. So when it comes down to net neutrality, it's already happening. People are already getting their data throttled, and they just don't know it because – I mean I notice it here because we're constantly streaming and stuff. In certain parts of the month, everything just goes bogged down, and it's like basically they can't handle the bandwidth because we're not paying for it. So it's like, all right, set those guys back. And they have like automatic things that do this. There's uh, some – ISPs actually – you know, because this comes up like every year or so. It comes up for Senate review, and you know, it's, uh, that's why it's, it's suddenly a hot topic now. Um, but some ISPs have actually come up with concepts of smart web or smart net where it's like you, you, separ- you separate it. So you can pay, you know, 10 bucks a month for messaging services and or you can pay 10 bucks a month for social media services, you know. And so it's almost a cafeteria menu uh, and you got video, music and then email and cloud. So and, and that's what it is. So the, the worst, in my opinion, Skippy's personal opinion, which may or may not reflect the views of Lone Star Internet Radio, is there may be some extra charge, you know, like email. I, but see, I already pay 20 bucks a year for Hotmail. 
because I, I've had this account for like 30 years, my Hotmail account. And so you cannot pay for it and get like, you know, be able to have like 100 email messages and that's all the storage or mine's unlimited because I'm opting to pay more. So I think with, with net neutrality, I think the worst thing that's going to happen is there may be some price fluctuations, but that way the Netflixes and the Facebooks and the Hulus of the world will actually give special deals like they're already doing with phones. Hey, come to come to Sprint or AT&T and we'll give you Hulu or Netflix for free. And so it opens up to more free market because nothing gets an economy going rocking than, than competition. But I, I guess my concern is for those that live out where I live, out on Lake Livingston, am I going to be penalized for living out in, in a- Well, it just depends on your area. And like one thing the net neutrality, the, the, what FCC is proposing is now we're required to know if they're doing it or not. That's what the new system is going to be. If you're getting hosed, there are ch- there would be checks and balances to keep you from getting hosed. Now, just- no, not even that. It's why you're getting hosed. Like they have to show why they're doing this. And they, in the past, they have not been doing that. So they, it's like when they put the nutritional facts on, you know, cans of soup and stuff that they're just making it to where it has to be public information. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't, the ending of net neutrality is not the end of the world. In my again, in my humble opinion, I, I can't see society falling apart. And here's the thing: if 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 you're forced to choose, and this is the the issue I had with the American Care Act, uh, the Affordable Care Act, was. I had to pay one price for services that I would never use. Uh, I, you know, I'm older. My, my wife is postmenopausal. We don't need birth control or prenatal care. It's always better when you have a cafeteria of options, <laughs> menu of options. I know, right? It's Poor funny. Mrs. Skippy. Yeah, sorry, Just Mrs. Her Skippy. Whole life Let's see if broadcasted. she's listening. Oh, if my phone blows up, I know she's listening this morning. You're listening to Morning Lone Star. We'll be ending that bottom of the hour music break. So we're going to take an extended music break. You can always let us know what kind of music you want us to play for this beautiful Wednesday morning. Just let us know, 936-647-3776 or uh, MW Lone Star on Facebook. This show is brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, folks. We do have a special guest coming up around 10 o'clock. There's a new sheriff in town over at the Conroe CBB, and she's uh, going to be in the studio. We're going to ride on in. We're going to ride on in here. So thank you for joining us. We'll be back right back after a couple great songs. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7777. 
7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. Welcome back. Morning, Lone Star. I hope you enjoy those songs. <laughs> Our intro-outro music, Let's Turkey Trot by Little Eva, written by Jerry Goffin and Carol King. Check that out. Carol King wrote that one, huh? I wonder how much money she made off of Turkey Trot. Uh, I wonder if it's well, not Carol a lie. King. You haven't heard of it. Off Broadway so. music, I know, right? And I like Carol King. King. I like Carol King, too. But, uh, yeah, I grew up listening to Carol King's Tapestry album. My sister had it. So I would borrow it from Too bad that's like her only album that people know. Well, yeah, it's like Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, you know, they've obviously done more albums than that, but, but everyone just flashes back to Rumors. Uh, Fleetwood Mac was a band back in the day, <laughs> I know Jake. Fleetwood okay, Mac. just check it. I've seen Fleetwood Mac live. I love You've seen Fleetwood Mac live? You suck. Yeah, they were great down in the Toyota Center. It was an awesome uh, concert. Is that when everyone was like primates? Primate? What? <laughs> Because yeah. we we were not dinosaurs when monkeys, anymore. When now monkeys, monkeys took over the, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. the over the from the crustaceans. So Jake saw you're a crustacean. Yeah, yeah. I was. I know. I'm pre amoebic. Skippy's so, crusty. So hey, so Jake, what's new in the sports world? Uh, there's a couple things that came. Uh, you were talking about OU and yeah, the quarterback situation there for Baker Mayfield and just everything that's going on with with him and whatnot. What does what does a school do like during the game? You said that the Baker Mayfield got uh, like three late hits on on him. Now, at what point does the referee or the the NCAA body go like, all right, something clearly is going on here? Well, so here's the thing: is they were playing Kansas this past weekend, and Kansas and Baker Mayfield have had a kind of ongoing rivalry throughout his tenure at uh, OU. So him versus the school. Yeah, because he's, awesome. he's made a few comments on social media prior. He, he's kind of like the Johnny Man, the next age of Johnny Manziel, the better version of Johnny Manziel. He talks a lot and backs it up. And backs it up. He, he's yeah. very, he's, he's the bad boy. Of, Until he gets college. the NFL. Yeah, well, that's... And then, that's, then he goes down the toilet like every yeah. everyone else. And let's just hope he doesn't go to the white powdery substance like Manziel did, so... but Is that proven? He, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to rehab. <laughs> like, like, Weinstein rehab? Or no, like no, no. actual rehab. Like actual rehab. Real re- okay. real like rehab. Real We should open it. Real Real Realsies for real Rehab for real <laughs> But no, yeah. So he grabbed he, he, t- he took a couple late hits uh in the first quarter in the opening two, I think two drives, and then basically responded back after making a great play with grabbing of his own crotch and mouthing <laughs> an inappropriate word to the student section of, on tv like this is all on tv like in front of the camera and everything in front of the camera camera caught it all but the thing is is that they were playing kansas kansas is terrible kansas hasn't won more than two games in a season in the last five years so they're really bad so i guarantee you no ncaa body was actually watching that game therefore it could not have been reprimanded in real time so then it comes down to the officials to handle it in the game situation and what do they do in the game well, they just throw flags and just call it call it football. And it, like, yeah, it's like, oh, you're just a bad, bad brain, boy, brain, bad boy, brain injuries. You know, slap that wrist, slap that wrist. But OU itself, without letting the NCAA, you know, governing but governing body come into play, they basically stripped him of his team leader, captain, whatever you like to call it, title, and as well said he could not start this game. Did he ever apologize? No. So he still hasn't apologized for any of the behavior. No. 
That's Manziel. Yeah, it sounds like a Manziel yeah. kind of thing. I mean, he, he got up there and he was real emotional, not about not starting because, again, he's probably not going to play the first drive. Sorry, and then he'll go in after that. <laughs> but he he was crying about the fact that he did not make, or he lost his his captainship. So, you think he was making fun of him in the locker room now? Oh, I'm crying. sure. I'm sure. But I mean, in, in my in my you know humble opinion, just it, it's not a big deal. Like the man's getting ready to go make millions of dollars because he's probably going to be one of the top five quarterbacks taken and he'll be taken probably in the first round because there's going to be so many quarterbacks drafted this year. And I'm just, you know, what's the, what's the point, man? It's, it's college football. Move on. It's like getting emotional about a high school game. You know, you're about to go play in college. You know, you're going to be good. What are you going to get emotional about a high school game for? That's my, I mean, it's my opinion, but you know, well, that's funny. If it's your last game ever, I can understand, but it's not his last game ever. He'll go make a, a few million. Do you think he'll still win the Heisman? Yeah, I don't think it'll hurt him just because of how bad. That'd be great is. if he wins and grabs his crotch again. Oh, he should, he, should, he he would be the one to do it too. He would be the one to do it. But the the field of competition for the Heisman this year is so weak. So, you know. Do I have a shot this year? Skip, you got a shot, man. Awesome. That, that hairline alone. I'm it'll, telling it'll you, man. You it, it's not it's not a bald spot. It's a solar panel for a love machine. <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow. Gobble gobble. Is that what you say every morning? That's what that's how like, I that's hey, how I make it through every day. You put you you do lick your fingers and do your eyebrows and be like, yeah, love yeah. machine. Waking up. Get that The mirror gazes back at me and says, By golly, it's your perfection. I'm guessing your love machine steam powered. <laughs> that's right. Is that is that what be, it is? Be, yeah, before the days of the combustible engine, we just went with steam power. <laughs> We're powered with rocks. <laughs> you had rocks. All right. But, uh, That's, thanks, Jake, for giving me that update. Well, yeah. yeah and if, you nice want a, if you want a little update on the Jerry Jones, uh, Roger Goodell situation. It's your shows today. I know it is. So tune in at 1 do o'clock you, to 2. Do you do a prep in the bathroom before you go on the air? Always. Do you do the eyebrow wax and stuff like that? Oh, well, no. Mine's on the uh, royal throne rather than in oh, uh, yeah. the Oh, yeah. There you go. Too much information. <laughs> yeah. Moving on from that. Um, hey, we got a, 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 we, we can downshift for a second. A couple of uh, in memoriams thing. Um, first off. David Cassidy passed last week. They were talking about, you know, they, they were prematurely talking about his death. So maybe we can put on like, I think I love you or something is one of our songs today. Just to David Cassidy. We miss you already. And, um, um, more locally, uh, someone passed away, uh, Ann Lee, who for a long time was the director of the, uh, Montgomery County Choral Society, a big, big local musical presence here. And she passed away from cancer. That's sad. Yeah, it, it is. I don't want to bring down the show or anything, but we just want to, Give props out. This this woman really made Montgomery County sound just that a little bit better uh, with her her just unceasing work. She worked with the theaters, with choral societies, uh, her church. So uh, Ann Lee will be missed as well as David Cassidy. We will miss you, David Cassidy. All right. Meanwhile, back to net neutrality. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was going to uh, pop in there so, with some Jerry Jones update. Do you think it's oh. funny that Houston or has just, an ice rink? You know, completely. Yeah. Houston has an ice rink. Yeah, and it's like they're having water issues. Have you seen the fit photos of this? They do this ice rink in uh, Discover Green. This is part mm-hmm. of the reason why the Woodlands built their ice rink. We can talk about Jerry Jones in a second. Quit being a little Mayfield. No, <laughs> are we, nobody are cares we can, about ice rink. We can wait for our stuff and well, get I, I know we have uh, the Conroe Visitors Bureau, but I'm wanna, I want to get the Woodlands because why would they spend this money on this ice rink and only open it like a fourth of the year? So what's going on out of the year? Where's the Woodlands one at? 
Well, they typically had it over there, I believe. Uh, it was outdoors, but they put like a tent. Yeah, over next it. to the mall, there was a parking lot area, uh, a corner lot where they, they erected a tent and had this outdoor. And it would be like for a month and a half or something like that. But the issue was they could never maintain the actual rink. It would sometimes get, you know, half an inch of water in it while skating. And I, they finally decided to build a facility to host the rink, and it maintains the yeah, ice. Yeah, the tent just was terrible at keeping the cold in and keeping the ice frozen. And Houston has one that's in the open in Discovery Green, like downtown in Discovery Green. Uh, during the summertime, it's a uh, roller skating rink. And then at winter, they put an ice skating rink there, but they can never maintain it. I think out of the total day's operation, they, it's only really usable like six because of the cold weather never comes until like January 2nd or something like that. And then it shuts down like January 14th. Or something. <laughs> yeah. So the Woodlands one, um, you know, I wasn't privy on these meetings or anything. I'm well, are, personally, are you trying of, to say you usually are, uh, there've been some meetings I've been in on for some, uh, performing arts venues up there, but I have nothing to do with the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, ice rink, but I got, I got to question the uh, practicality of it. It's, I, I don't know what the, what the building's used for the other nine months. Well, that's what I, I, every time I read an article, all. I was real excited because like, oh man, that means you can have figure skating all year round and ice hockey all year round. And maybe, but I have not seen anything that kind of suggests that at maybe all. Maybe there are some secret meetings to get a, a well, but if it's, if it's indoors, so if I'm understanding. Yeah, they built, they actually built a facility. Yeah. So if it's indoors, I don't see why they couldn't do that because I know there's one, I mean, obviously Memorial City has one, yeah. uh, Galleria has one. Uh, well, did you know the Woodlands High School has a hockey team? Yeah. I mean, I'm an ice hockey team, like yeah. legit ice hockey mm -hmm. team. Well, where where do they practice and play? Do you know? Uh, Aerodrome, and then right there on 249. Yeah, and then there's a couple other places. Yeah, so I mean, it's doable, and like because I know that's that, what I was kind of excited for. I was like, oh look, lo the local hockey team will finally not where to drive. I grew up, where I grew up in Katy, they have a club Katy hockey team where all the high schools because they don't have enough players that want to play per high school, so all the high schools form together to play to make up one team that play the Woodlands, and and there's I, know, I think there's probably a, a, quite a bit around the greater Houston area that have Well, I mean, I, I was, this is kind of like the domino effect where that uh, that guy who owns the Rockets is talking about bringing, like it's. it's well, it, he's already mentioned it. He's come out and mentioned like it it's, now. I think it might happen. Like, no, I, I think it will. And I, I, I've i said it multiple times. Bring an NHL team here. I've said it multiple cool. times on my show and then on this show too. Is I, I think that was his ultimate goal was he wanted, he's want, he's been an advocate for it for years to bring Is this Fertitta? Yeah. Or the yeah. other guy. Okay. Yeah. Do you think he will? Uh, who owns the Toyota Center? Oh, uh, we we the we people. looked. At, no, uh, we, we looked this no, up the other people day. People doesn't. It's some guy. Toyota. <laughs> no, it's some guy. That it, he kicked out the arrows, and he wasn't really agreeable. And so I'm trying to figure out where where will this uh, where were the Rockets? Yeah, and the NHL Harris team? County uh, Houston Sports Authority. Okay. That's who owns it. Um, I, and I think the reason why, if I remember correctly, the arrows were kind of moved away or were kicked out was because they couldn't charge enough for tickets. And therefore, they didn't want... Power through, Jake. Power through. I am not going to talk on the show anymore as long as Dick is... It's Derek. No, no, no. I, I think they, they wanted to... Uh, or they weren't, they weren't bringing in enough money. That was the, that was the issue. So... Um, I think if you do it right, I think if you advertise for it correctly, if Houston or if Dallas can manage a hockey team, then Houston can manage a hockey team. 
So yeah, because Dallas, anything Dallas can do, we can, can do, do better. better. Is we that, can is do that, better is than that Dallas can do. That? Yes, oh, okay. thank you. Skippy. Interesting, interesting. Well, we got to take another quick uh, sponsored break here. We do have a special guest coming into the studio, so stick around for that. Yay. We're gonna have some fun. Uh, our show is sponsored by Conroe Coffee in downtown Conroe and Montgomery County's Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We'll be back right after these short sponsored messages. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936 266 7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. Hey, we're back. Mornings with Lone Star here on Conroe's FM 1045 1061. And, of course, worldwide at IRLoneStar.com and your smartphone devices on Lone Star Internet Radio app. Boom. Brought Booyah. to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. All right, Jake. Jerry Jones, what did he do? Throw oh. it to Jake. Jake, did, were you mentioning something about Jerry Jones? Yeah, weren't you doing that? Some guy interrupted you. <laughs> I don't want to well, talk about it anymore. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, yeah, Jerry Jones withdrew his official threat to sue the NFL if Roger Goodell gets his extension. So this is interesting because this comes after... Uh, Ezekiel Elliott has officially been banned. He had a six games. And he got a six games, and he was still pursuing it up until last week, and he withdrew last week and said, I'm not going to even try to challenge it anymore. I'm going to serve the six games and go peacefully, which is ridiculous because of you you can't say he went peacefully after everything he did. And then on top of this, they lost the last two weeks. So Jerry Jones is kind of like crawling back into his little hermit crab hole. And What would have prompted that? Because, I mean, the dude's got an ego the size of Nebraska. Well, that's where this becomes interesting because what happened behind closed doors? Mm. That's what I want to know. What's behind the something was door? something was said. So I, I I heard somebody mention this, and it's a really interesting thought because think of everything that Roger Goodell knows about the league, about the owners. He knows where the bodies are. He knows where the skeletons are hidden. He knows where that closet, that secret closet mm. is. And so I think a lot of these guys are kind of like, hey, rather than stir the pot and causing any trouble. And then ultimately leading to Goodell coming out with the tell-all book, if you will. Uh, I think they were kind of like, let's just go ahead and pay the man $49.5 billion and give him a private jet and health care for his entire family. Just so that way, our skeletons, all of our 
uh, scandals with the, uh, you know, with what's going on with Hollywood. So nothing like that comes out on us. So I, I think it's really interesting to. Huh, interesting. I personally think the only thing that can save football at this point is a uh, rollerball. Just transition over. And I mean the original rollerball with James Caan. Not yeah, the, yeah. Not the horrible remake, but, you know, just death on the field. What about basketball? Basketball. I would pay <laughs> hard money <laughs> to watch basketball. I watched that movie for the first time in like 10 years yesterday, and I was like, I forgot how stupid this movie is. It is terrible. But it makes a certain kind of sense. It does. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I, 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 I anything, Dick? It. You know, just any, anything want to comment on this? You've been interrupting me also. No, also. I wanted to give you your time. I know it's important that we treat everyone equally here and you allow you know yourself five minutes to get whatever's off your chest. He's being a tyrant today. Uh-oh. A death spot. This is Thanksgiving season. Hey, um, well, well, let's segue a little bit in sports. So, LeVar Ball. So, I actually caught some of him, like, on a, on uh, a on CNN? interview last night. Oh, my God. He was on CNN all day. I do not like this guy at all. I oh, mean, he's like, great. All. Oh, he's great. <laughs> so, is my theory, my conspiracy theory becoming true? I don't know. I don't know if he's colluding with the president for this one, but I'm telling you, he is milking this one. And, hey, me and Bottoms Up, uh, what's it called? Uh, big Baller or whatever. Me and Big Baller just hate the president right now. This and that, you know. Well, oh, my it's just It's massive ego versus massive ego. And... I don't think either. This is Newtonian law. This is Newtonian law at its finest. When an uh, irresistible force meets an immovable object, you get LeVar Ball and (laughs) Donald Trump on the same topic. It's great. I, I, I personally, on a personal level, I would not like LeVar Ball and I would never want to meet him or be associated with anything he does. But with that said, from an entertainment factor, I love watching this. I love watching how, much of a fool he can be at times and just how ridiculous and outlandish he can be. And it's, it's, it's entertaining. The the downside to that, when people become outlandish, trying to make a name for themselves, but then other people take him seriously. And there's one more thing to add to the divide. That's just, that's the problem. I'll never throw my actual dollars at his television show. I will never watch it there, but Mm -hmm. I'll catch. I, I enjoy the five minutes at a time where I get him, where you get him on these news, news shows and these analysts, are so serious all the time and they, they meet this clown that is LeVar Ball and it, they don't know what to do and it's so awkward to him because it's like, well, he's not being serious. Well, CNN has now officially spent more time on LeVar Ball than Al Franken. So there you go, CNN. <laughs> Just throwing that out there, guys. <laughs> that guy Franken. <laughs> well, I can't wait to see what's going to come from him and uh, more. There's more to come. There's got to be more. Oh, yeah. It's going to last all season. And here's what you can take home with you. There are jackwads on both sides of the aisle. Okay? You just got guys that poopy are poopy heads. heads. They are poopy heads. Should we heads. have a jackwad segment? A jackwad, yeah. Today's jackwad brought what? to you by... Biggest jackwad of the week. Something, something like that. And I looked it up. We can say jackwad on the air with no problem. Oh, when did you good? Good. I want to make sure what words I can get away. I did my due diligence on it. We are not in trouble with the FCC for saying Jackwad. Go to break. (laughs) Can we do it in like a '60s kind of theme music? It's like Jackwad. You know. (laughs) Wait, do do that that. again. I'm not going to do that again. Let's replay. What we're going to do is we're going to take a break. We can take a break. Yeah, we're going to take a quick music break. We do have a special guest. She's probably wondering why she's still here. She's nervously eyeing the door. Uh, we're <laughs> she's laughing along. She's enjoying it. She's excited. She's laughing with us or at us. I well, can't tell. Coming up uh, and after a couple songs, if you want to play in Conroe, make sure to stay tuned. That's right. The Conroe CVB is in the studio, Woo-hoo. and we have a new sheriff in town. So we're going to learn all about that. Visit playinconroe.com to see exactly which this nice lady will be, I guess, manning or like we grabbing the reins. What are we doing? What are we calling it? 
Oh, well, you just stepped in that one. She's womaning it, okay? Womaning it. All right. Jeez, Dick. I've <laughs> got to pull your butt you out of fire every five words. Uh, Sorry, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening no, to Morning's <laughs> I don't want your sorry. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star here at IRLoneStar.com worldwide. And, of course, Conroe's FM 1045 1061. Here with your morning show, Mornings Alone Star, brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We'll be back after a couple songs. Again, if you have a song request, 936-647-3776 or message us on Facebook, MW Lone Star. We'll be back after this. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. And we're back. Morning's a Lone Star here at IRLoneStar.com and Conrad's FM 104.5, 106.1, the day before Turkey Day. Gobble, gobble. If you're just now joining us and you missed our first hour talk, don't forget we podcast every episode on iTunes and Google Play and then also on YouTube and Channel 12, Sudden Link in the local area and channel soon to be Channel 21 in the Houston area. Boom, boom, boom. boom Will boom, net boom, neutrality boom. change that? No. Awesome. Not at all. Not awesome, here. Right? We do what we want. We're pirate radio. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, we're not pirates. We're, what would we be equivalent to? What would we be? Okay, if you take pirates and then the other exact if there's a opposite scale, of that. If we're a scale. Like here's pirates. The, and the most the extreme would be pirates. pirates. Uh-huh. What would be on the other side of the scale? Uh, Mormons on bicycles. delivery boys who live in their mother's basement playing World of Warcraft. Okay, so that's us? That's pretty much us, yeah. But we're not in a basement right now. It's metaphor. It's a metaphor. <laughs> you like that? You like that? Gobble diddly, gobble diddly. Perfect ending. Yeah. You like that? That was great. Ending. Sitting here with Jake from Jake from Sports Talk. And well, we do have a special guest, so I guess we uh, should talk about her. that. We should acknowledge her. Mm-hmm. Shannon Overby from the Conroe mm-hmm. CVB, playingconroe.com for more information if you want to ignore everything we're about to say. And just want to read something. Guys, play <laughs> in Conroe, right? Is that what? Is that you how it works? Beat your way through what we're serving <laughs> and find out what's really going on. Morning, Shannon. Good morning. How's it going? It's going great. Cool. She's still here, so we haven't scared her off it's yet. It's a beautiful good. week in Conroe, right? It really has been. You know, besides me being, you know, just grumpy. 
Well, yeah, well, I guess you could describe it as grumpy. Yeah, it's the sickness and the and the legal drugs that are they're taking their toll on it. Oh, but you've been uh, doing legal drugs? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're all legal here. <laughs> yeah. That's the that's what the scale is. We're the legal show. <laughs> yeah, we're we're legal. We'll but uh, over for but I'm really glad time. we have Shannon in the studio. She uh, took over Hutch's position over the Conroe CVB and Hutch. Uh, I mean, they made a did they make a cake out of his face? What? Is that what I saw? We, saw? I saw something about his face. We like did, it, yeah. And that was, I mean, I've never been honored like that. So, Hutch, if you're listening right now, that's probably one of the greatest honors. Anyone, someone can bake a cake of your face, and then you let people eat it. Okay. So. Now, I'm rushing over to Silence of the Lambs right now. Did they, like, do a mold of his face or, like, a photo? No, it was a photo oh, on okay, top of okay. a cake. A mold of his face. You know, like one of those things, like a death mask? It wasn't three-dimensional head or that anything. That would be awesome. I mean, that's what I want mine to be. So we could dissect you? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I was digging the brain to see what's left. Not much. You ever seen somebody do that? I don't know what the process is called, but it's like they dump a body in this liquid that kind of mummifies it, and then uh, they come in and laser slice you like they do at the meat market, and it's like slices of you. And like you can see your brain in slices. And I, you've, you've never seen doctors do that before when they're doing research and stuff? Yes, I have. It's really cool. I Sounds like So can it. we do that to you? Yeah, absolutely. Meanwhile, back to the Conroe <laughs> Convention and Visitors Bureau, <laughs> Director Shannon Overby. Yeah, she's, yeah, we're definitely wasting her time right now. <laughs> yeah, we're going to carry over into the next segment. Well, so, oh, you go. No, you go. No, I don't no, want to go. <laughs> so what's coming up here in Conroe now? You, I mean, yeah, it's just a, like you said, it's a beautiful week. There's so much stuff going on. We're getting ready for Christmas, of mm-hmm. course. Um, the tree lighting is next week, next Tuesday, the 28th. Um, it's going to be bigger and better than ever. Of course, the tree's already up. And then I think they're going to have people kind of come downtown onto Main Street. The shops and the restaurants and things will be open and um, yeah, carolers well, and all kinds of stuff. It's, uh, it's a, a community movement for this year's. That's on the 28th. Right. And, uh, From 7 I mean, to 8.30. Uh, I'll be one of the volunteers for it. I'll be uh, There's going to be like window dressing yeah. um, competition we and hay rides. I didn't, I didn't enter. Wait, you didn't enter I the did, station? I didn't. It was too late. And I was like, oh, I thought verbal, you know, verbal confirmation worked. Not, they're too serious here. Can we get some punishment? Can we find something? I'll get this straightened yes. out. I'll but, do any punishment because I felt like an idiot afterwards. Like it was too he late. He has to dress up as the Grinch. <gasps> we could do that. There we go. The I'm kids too, would I'm love too that. small to be the Grinch. Well, here's the thing about the, this whole, the, or an elf. the, the event on the 28th, the Christmas on Main Main Street. Uh, I was in a committee meeting last night o- across the street yeah. over at the corner pub, and I'm hopped up on the allergy meds. The and legal I'm, stuff. Well, already the legal stuff. And so I'm late. I walk in late, and I sit down, and everyone's talking. And then in the corner, there's a guy dressed up in an elf costume who's not saying a, a, a darn thing. So I think I'm hallucinating this guy <laughs> for like 20 <laughs> minutes. I'm just staring. Like, does no one else see this elf that's just staring back at me? Finally, he pipes up. He's a, he was in rehearsals for uh, the the Christmas show next door, and he's in the committee. But he just uh, was taking uh, 20 minutes of just thinking about it. So he finally spoke up. People were like, oh, yeah, thanks, Bob. I'm like, oh, thank God someone saw this guy. I was, I was afraid to say anything. Uh, but that's one of the things that's actually going on in downtown. The Christmas show that he is practicing for is a Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah. So it's, I'm super excited for that. I, I, I can't believe... That you're going to take a 30 minute Christmas special and it, it's like a two hour play. So I'll be really interesting. Well, because you know, everyone just talks really slow. Yeah. No, yeah. Even yeah. if you do the full versions of the song, I don't know if that would make it two hours. She, 
the director has built on to it and she's added a bunch of stuff to it. So I'm really interested to see. I would love, I can't wait. I have some friends actually in this one. So oh, yeah. uh, in fact, the stage debut of Liam Dempsey, little seven year old, uh, awesome guy. We made him an honorary musketeer in our uh, production of three musketeers. He's like the coolest kid ever. And uh, he auditioned, he's in the show. So I'm looking forward to that one a lot. Um, I think up. some of the characters will be out wandering around. That's so it'll right. be really fun. They're, they're going to be the there. A lot, a lot of people wander around in downtown Conrad. <laughs> yeah, right. I meant specifically for Christmas <laughs> on Main just, Street. Yeah, people just wander <laughs> around all the time. So much to do. But a lot of the uh, the, the merchants will be open for, mm -hmm. for this, and they're being encouraged to, like, have specials. So when you come out to this uh, uh, Christmas on Main Street, hit the stores. They'll have coupons for, like, coming back on Saturday, I believe. Yeah, and then they'll have uh, wassail or hot chocolate or whatever to hand out. It's going to be really fun. I think it'll be really cute. It sounds like a ball. I'm lo really looking forward to this one. Yeah. So what else? Do we have anything else cool coming up? Uh, of course, we've got uh, the Conrad Christmas celebration, which is the week and a half I later. It's the 7th the or 9th? The 9th from 11 to 5. Um, and it's going to be lots of fun. I encourage all the families to come out for that. And then... Uh, that same day as the Christmas parade that the Kiwanis mm -hmm. puts on. I think the parade's at one o'clock, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and that'll be really fun all the, all through downtown as well. We'll show up early, find a place to park, and get a good spot, because that's going to be a heck of a parade. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, of course, on the 2nd of December, it doesn't go along with this, but we've got the festival that's going on out at Southern Star Brewery. That's going to be lots of fun. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun. I, I've, I've been wanting to go out to that Southern Star Brewery and go check it out. Have you not been? I haven't. I haven't had a chance. Well, I just started here a month ago, and I've already been twice. We're pacing ourselves. <laughs> we have tickets to sell to that thing. And we're giving some away on our social media, too. So, so. We're selling tickets? Yeah, I you know it's a fundraiser. Clearly, let's just make a statement right now. I've not been on my game for the past couple of weeks. Uh, no excuse. He gets engaged and he just it goes yeah, downhill. Yeah. From there. Holly, what are you doing to our guy? What are you doing to our dick, Holly? Yeah, what is she doing? It's all her fault. All her fault. Yeah, we're blaming Holly today. She's a suck of this. So yeah, you can buy those at numerous places all over town, yep. and then we're giving away two pairs of them on our Facebook. So if you're not already following uh, Play in Conroe on Facebook. Please do so. You can. I want to let our listeners know the uh, Christmas on Main Street that's happening next Tuesday. I'm going to be sharing a link real quick on Facebook about all the information you need about that real quick. I'm just doing that right now. Awesome. So. Yeah. Do do uh, do come out for it. I'll I'll be dressed up as something. I'll I'll raid a costume department and find some probably Dickinsonian outfit to wear or something. I'll be passing out some of the tokens where people can vote on their favorite window dressing. Uh, there will be some uh, some tickets going out too for I think special raffle prizes. So looking, really looking forward to this. It'll be good. And, of course, dipping into next spring on, in March, late March, we've got the Downtown Conroe Shakespeare Festival, and I can't wait to talk to you about that one. Yeah, I've already heard some of it. It's going to be really fun. Yeah, we're going to have some fun with that one. But that's down the line. Let's get through Christmas first, and then <laughs> then, I'll, then I'll hit you with what we have in mind for, for the Shakespeare Festival. Great. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. What else? What it's well, going to be okay. I want to find out about right, Let's not build it up too much. I mean, it <laughs> no, is Shakespeare after all. You can understand yeah. what the oh, man's saying. Oh, Gauntlet Throne. Are, are we doing dinosaurs or are we doing cavemen Shakespeare? We're going to be doing As You Like It with dinosaurs. Good. <laughs> For the kids. For the kids. Those are the ones that Well, the T-Rex, you know, the arms can't reach down that far, so, you know, the kids, the kids will be safe. They can't get grabbed. That was a horrible <laughs> joke. Hey, you know, you set me up. I, I can't. <laughs> we need that sound effect. I want to find out about Shannon's history. What, what brought you here to Conroe? Because apparently for like 20 some odd years, you were at the uh, Bryan College Station 
Convention and Visitors Bureau, guys. That's what CVB stands for. Just in case you need it. It's a mouthful. I know. It's a mouthful. Yeah, uh, I'm an Aggie. Uh, graduated and um, started at the Convention and Visitors Bureau there in, in Bryan College Station. Loved it. Uh, left earlier this year thinking I wanted to switch sides and start working on the corporate side. Um, I was hired by a firm out of Tucson, Arizona, a tourism technology company. Worked for them for a couple of months until... Uh, Harold reached out to me, Hutch, uh, reached out to me. I've known him for a number of years. Okay. Um, and, uh, asked me to apply. He told me he was really retiring and I did threw my hat in the ring, not really thinking much about it and got the job. And I actually, before I accepted the position, my husband and I came down here and drove around, ate downtown, went out to the brewery, um, <laughs> kind of checked it all out. My husband's a musician. So awesome. He, what does he play? Pretty much anything you put in his hands, but mostly guitar or bass. Awesome. So you were out of Texas for how long? Three months? I didn't. I worked you, you, out. I worked out of my home oh, you and traveled. Out, yeah. Oh, okay. Remotely. I was going to say. Yeah. You, you can't go too far away from Texas for too no, long. No. Right? You get homesick. <laughs> so yeah, and so it's just a great community. I mean, it's it's different than Bryan College Station. It's a little bit smaller, maybe the size of one of the two cities, um, but there's so much more to offer. I mean, there's a great historic downtown. There's lots of retail and, and restaurants on I-45. There's an awesome lake. There's two forests. I mean, it's just amazing. And there's so much stuff, so much art and culture and music and just a ton of stuff. And a lot on. less maroon. No, I'm bringing the maroon with me. <laughs> there's actually that. a lot of Aggies here. There are, there are a lot they're of Aggies everywhere. Here. They're insidious like that. But, uh, um, and I'm sure you know, I don't have to, you know, I'm telling you this more for the listeners, but Conroe was recently recognized as the fastest growing city in the United States. There was. So your timing is impeccable. This, is my friend, is what's known as a bloodless coup. Hutch is out, Shannon's in. And not a drop of blood was spilled. Nope, it was very, very nice. I was very happy to be able to work with Hutch for two weeks prior to him actually leaving so he could kind of get me solid footing before he kind of set me loose. But, but it's been really fun. I mean, I think, you know, Hutch has done a great job. Um, I bring in some different skill sets and um, looking to kind of just expand and, and build on what Hutch has already done. Well, I know Conroe's growing in pretty much all markets. I mean, we have jobs are coming over here we have entertainment coming over here we have developments coming over here what would you say you know being an outsider coming in where do you see Conroe going to be had the most beneficial impact in the community and also attract more people because so, sure from a tourism perspective I think Hutch has done a really good job of building up that leisure market and really promoting birding and outdoor activities whether it's hiking or on the water he's done a really good job with the arts and culture and really building that up where I think that I see some of our growth with um, some of the new developments and things coming on is more conventions, meetings, corporate, um, medical meetings, that sort of thing. I've already met with all the hotels, um, including La Toretta out on the lake. And um, we've got a lot to offer already, but there could be some things coming online in the future that we could offer as, you know, for larger groups so we can really bring in and find those need times and fill the hotels and ultimately have them spend money in our community as well. That's cool. Uh, and when you said medical, of course, because the area is becoming huge. I know Woodlands likes to lay claim to it, but a lot of those uh, medical facilities are actually in Conroe. That is correct. So that, I say I'm a Woodlands boy, so it's like, dang it, they're taking it from us. But yeah, absolutely. They're, mm -hmm. they're in Conroe all the way. Why can't it be both, Sean? Why can't we all just get along? Yeah. Well, okay, let's talk about Aggies and... Uh, Somebody is always ones. better. Always. That's right. 
That's what makes this country great is competition. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Oh. That's, that's why we got to the moon first. Or did we? We did. Well, yeah. for humans. Triple A. By, by the way, do you know Triple A said that they anticipate 51 million people being on the roads uh, today? Today? Today. 51 million. Now they have 57. Was it 57 million? Members? Yeah. Yeah. So they have 57. So where are the 6 million members? Well, it could be a, a similar situations to what Dick has going on where he's just under his grandfather. So it's kind of like. We're all, we're all one person. <laughs> it's all one. But this is the day where, you know, you can just, AAA can just go up and down the freeways and passing out, like, a discount member. Well, we believe, Dick and I believe, that AAA is a, a organization hell-bent on world domination. World Probably domination. so. Well, I can tell you why where you the majority of Why are you of telling her? She's part of it. <laughs> She's part of the CBB. Uh -oh. Come on. That's like another octopus arm of the AAA. We are not. Totally, we work totally with are. This is like the militant wing oh, yeah. of triple A. It's all these, you know, it's all these TLRs, three-letter acronyms. CBB. Well, I can tell you where most of those drivers are. They're on Highway Six. I still, I commute Ugh. right now, still from College Station, while my son is finishing up high school, and they're all on Highway Six right now. I believe it because driving in, I was expecting like huge traffic. I just breezed up forty-five, like you know, traveling the safe speed limit. Of 70 miles an mm -hmm. hour. I did not speed. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, no traffic. <laughs> I am going through this playingconroe.com uh, website. We find anything naughty? Nothing naughty, but, man, is there a lot to do. There's, I, there's too much. There's, I didn't know I, I'm a disc golf guy. Yeah, there's I, a bunch of disc golf here. I man. did not know how much disc golf was here in Conroe. Disc golf, the, like throw yeah. a frisbee. And, mm -hmm. oh. Well, it's not a frisbee. You do oh, it's a do disc. You, okay, I get do it. Do you do legal drugs and go play disc golf? <laughs> no, because I don't have allergies or anything uh, like You don't? Man, no. you're lucky. You, I have no you allergies. Maybe you should put it on the website, Shannon's like, we have allergies here. <laughs> if like, so maybe this is what you, how you prep yourself when you come up here. It's so beautiful, so clean. My dirty body just can't handle it. But, like, I'm so. going through all these events, and there's just tons. Like, uh, did you know that we have the Conroe Coffee, one of our sponsors, Art Experience, coming up this Friday? Yeah, they do what, at the last Friday of every month. I didn't know that. Yep. That's why they put up weird art stuff in the window. I just thought that was Leo putting up weird art stuff. <laughs> no, no, that was yeah, a, uh, that features an artist. I bought artwork from the last three artists up Not there. Not the dog one, though. That was a weird no, one. All I, these I dogs skipped, were looking at I us every day. It was. <laughs> but Jake, actually, if you look over your right shoulder, you'll see that Jason actually stuck up a picture of himself. I saw His that. Halloween photo. I was really I hoping that I can't take my bought. eyes off it. He, he, he but, hid his own... Halloween costume photo and amongst these real artwork. I think probably the the most surprising thing that I like I didn't know Conroe offered was the bird watching. Like apparently Conroe the is big thing is like one of the top ten like in the world mm -hmm. of bird watching. And I don't really know the system of bird watching. I don't know if it's like you keep a checkbook and you're like, oh, I saw that bird, I saw that bird, but. I, I mean, is that what it is? I think so. I, I, it's They're pretty not hardcore. My thing. I get it if you're a photographer because you like taking pictures of birds, but some people don't. <laughs> like, they literally just look at birds. They travel to see certain types of birds yeah. in different areas. Oh, yeah. My daughter is huge. She's a huge ornithologist in training. Wow. Uh, what word did you just use? Orna, ornith ornithologist. Horn or horn? Horn. O R. O R N I T H O L O G I S T. Horny. Yeah, I'm gonna. Okay. Well, the uh, is that bird uh, bird person? So bird person, ornithologist, <laughs> bird person would really enjoy Connor because of the 338 species of birds listed up here as migrant in North America, you can find 333 of those 338 in Conroe. 
There you go. Wow. Now that is, uh, seriously, that is like impressive. So that means we only have five of those birds. Where are they? Why aren't they coming in? And it's Shannon's job to get these last five species I'll go find them. Down. You know. <laughs> Come to Conroe. No, you can no, play Conroe. The Conroe CDB a did <laughs> a campaign, I want to say it was like three years ago, where we plant a certain type of flower. That was for the butterfly. And the butterfly, but it, all, it was something, it's all. Milkweed, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, it, I mean, that was that's a big deal to people. It's so, I just never knew about it until you meet people who are eating at IHOP. Well, we were watching birds. I'm like, what? Like, Isn't it funny when you come across thing. something new that uh, you don't know how hardcore they are till you, it's like a quilters. These guys. Oh, my grandmother. Out, holy cow. My mother-in-law spent like 15000 on this long arm sewing machine. She said she got it on a special deal. 15,000. My, my, my grandmother just, just came into town for the sewing convention that goes on to the George R. Brown in Houston. And uh, it's like 90,000 old ladies just. I got stuck here on one of Joanne's. I had to get some fabric for a, for a production. And this lady was in front of me and she had like 82,000 coupons there. And like, okay, I want a, a bolt of this and three yards of that. And, and she had like a micrometer to make sure that her yards were like down to the, the, Micro inch. It was insane. There but, are groups that love everything. I mean, there's a group for everybody. We have a corn, sh- uh, corn coin show coming up in January. Yeah, we interviewed. Oh man, what was his name? He was a coin guy. He Claude? Yeah, was it Claude? He, well, he, well, no, he really yeah, was. Yeah, like, and there's they, a name for that numismatic something. And they had know. like the total amount of money they're bringing. Like I meant, like coin wise, mm-hmm. it was pretty interesting. How. Because, I mean, some of those coins are worth a lot. Well, and when's this coming up? Going I think it's January 19th, if I'm not mistaken. And it will be out at the Lone Star Convention Center. <laughs> I met with them earlier this week. They're serious. They are serious. And here's an interesting thing. Y'all really should go out and check it out. It's going to be pretty cool. There's a funeral home director's museum or something in spring. Yeah, the, the, the funeral uh, museum of funeral history. Yep. Okay, so they have a Off coffin. Boulevard. They have a coffin made out of money. That will be on display up there. And I think you can climb in it and have your picture taken in it. A coffin made out of money. Uh-huh. Oh, here. I have a picture of it on my phone, I think. Oh, wow. So you can be buried with your belongings? Is that what you're trying to tell us? Well, it no. The whole coffin is like inlaid with coins and dollar bills. So, yeah. You can be buried with your... You can take it with you. Well, until the grave diggers dig you up. And, <laughs> right. And- <laughs> Wouldn't that be a crazy conspiracy theory to start about Conroe? Is like everyone who gets buried here has money in their coffin? Yeah, you, you think that would be a a, a market for people visiting? You're showing that camera right there. There, there we go. We got that. So that's the can money coffin. It? Yeah, we can see it. It's the money coffin. <laughs> and we saw that you got a message. Stop well, showing the casket. Well, Shannon, uh, is there anything else you want to let people know? PlayingConder.com. Yeah, a couple, um, couple other things. As you mentioned, all of the events that are on the calendar, we're always trying to add to that. So if y'all or any of the listeners have an event that they're hosting that they want to get out to the public, residents and visitors alike use that community calendar. So it's a great way for free publicity. What, what's the legitimacy of the event? Like well, if, if it, I make up an event, it does go through a little bit of a buffer, so it doesn't right. say you know party at Dick's house or something right, like I'll that. Second, so. <laughs> like Skippy, or you know we don't want <laughs> your skivvies. You know, a garage sale isn't really something we want to promote that sort of stuff. But it's things that are open to the public, or whether they have a fee or not, and it's just a great way to get some publicity for that, all free. Um, we also have a grant program I want to mention really quickly. So if you're looking to have bring an event um, or want to host an event here in our community. 
Um, we've got a, a grant that's funded through the hotel occupancy tax funds. That's how we're funded. So it really needs to be used. State mandates how it has to be used to, to bring in more visitors to the community to spend the night in the hotels and spend money in our community. So if you're going to bring an event like the coin show or, you know, a festival or something that's going or to party at Dick's house or maybe a party at Dick's. Well, you'd have to go through a grant process. I'm not sure that would pass, but we'll, we'll just call it a bird show. Well, there you right? go. <laughs> the application is on our website and the deadline is January 10th for that. Cool. So. Okay, we don't need to talk about that anymore. <laughs> Playconroe.com and uh, y'all do you have social media and all that kind of stuff for it, the events? It's all Visit Conroe is our social media's uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I just that. added your Snapchat. Oh, good. Thank you. So, well, there you go. Cool. Well, Shannon, thank you so much for thank coming you. in. Thanks, guys. And sharing all that cool stuff. Uh, you are listening to Lone Star Community Radio here at IRLoneStar.com worldwide. And, of course, locally on Conroe's FM 104.5-1061. We are going to uh, hang out and have a short commercial break, and we'll be back after these messages. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, sponsored by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep. Special thanks to Shannon Overby from the Conroe CBB who's just joined us. If you missed that interview, we'll be posting on our podcast and YouTube channel. Just look up Mornings with Lone Star. Lots of good stuff coming up in Conroe. Yeah. Awesome. Bird watching. <laughs> Ornithology. I was going to suggest to her if she's ever seen The Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and maybe Conroe should put in something like that. Oh, I would be all Where over that. Or we could that. just watch people cause carnage and stuff like that. We could have chariot races around the, uh, you know, the but town the, square here. That, that's what they're doing on November 28th. Carriage rides. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was talking more like race style of oh, the carriages. Like oh, Ben-Hur, you know, ben with those uh, spear heads out on uh, on your axles. and I'll tell you what, Skippy, you can be my horse. I'll be the one in the chariot. I'm always the horse. Yeah, you are. I always have to be that. I'm always the rear end of the horse, too. Hey, you know who else is a horse's rear end right now, maybe? Who? Allegedly. 
John Lasseter. Who's that, you may ask? Go on and ask it. Yeah, well, who's, that? who's that, you ask? Funny you should ask. John Lasseter is the head of... You don't say the who ask part. Oh. <laughs> oh we, we can roll with it. Yeah, so the, the head of, you know, the, you know, Disney Pixar Studios, people have brought us Toy Story, and today came out uh, their new one. What's it called? Coco? Mm-hmm. It's, I... I, I that one looks like such an acid trip. I couldn't even watch it. Normally. Hey, well, the, I, I don't on know those legal drugs you take. All oh, the legal drugs. The legal Nyquil. And, and Pixar's had a few of these uh, Hispanic, or, or not even Hispanic, more Mexican cultured mm-hmm. uh, cartoons come out. And the last one, I'm blanking on the name of it, but it was actually really good. So I, I think I might go see it based off of the last one. But so. uh, anyhow, he's the latest. He apparently put out an email, to, a memo to his staff saying, "Golly, I may have." Made some of you feel uncomfortable, so I'm going to step down for a few months and get right with myself. And, and His exact words were, it's been brought to my attention that I have made some of you feel disrespected and uncomfortable. That was never my intent. Whatever that truly means, but I think there's a um, a cloud dust, a storm, a rolling, a brewing In the- up on his uh, <laughs> desk. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a joke about Buzz Lightyear and Woody about this. And <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no. they're all... Just stay away. I, I, can't, stay away. I can't go down that rabbit hole. But it, it, the big news are the big... The big uh, I don't know if it's directly related to this per se because um, Toy Story 4 was on the table mm-hmm. as far as being put into the works. And uh, Rashida Jones is an actress that plays in there, but she has already said that she is not going. She's departing from Pixar and departing from the Toy Story 4 no matter what. and Yeah, because she's so vital to Toy Story. Hey. Was I she mean, in the first three at all? Yeah, no, that's, I don't think so. Yeah, she was in She was in the last one, wasn't she? I'm pretty sure well, she was in the last only one. Only people I know from Toy Story, one of them's dead, and it was uh, the guy who played Slinky, and then you have Tim Allen and Tom Hanks. That's really the only... Yeah, Don Rickles played Slinky. You have Wallace Shawn. No, Don Rickles didn't play Slinky. Who played Slinky? The guy from... Um, Oh, Ernest goes to camp and stuff. Oh, Jim Varney? Yeah, he played Slinky. Was that? Oh, that was Slinky. Anyways, but they're again replaceable. Boom. They're talking about removing Toy Story four completely off the table, which is sad to me because I grew up with that series. I I grew up with it with one and two, graduated with three, and that was really sad. And but I think three ended so per- ended it so perfectly. But four passes on to the girl. We got to see the girl go through the the same turmoil that. You know, I still say it's like a nightmare thing. You know, just know that these toys are alive forever until you like totally destroy them. They it's have like, to be burned. It's like a vampire thing. You know, it's you awesome. got to cut off their head, stuff their mouth with garlic, drive a stake through their heart, expose them to sunlight, and bury them in their own dirt to get rid of them. I mean, these poor toys. I'm like kind of traumatized. <laughs> on the, so, John Lasseter. Where are we uh, going with this one? Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but. Uh, I'm going, uh, I, I blame John Lasseter. And hey, speaking of blaming, you like these segues? <laughs> You're doing great. Keep <laughs> I'm, it up. Doing, I'm doing good. Two thumbs up. <laughs> uh, this week, apparently it's now Obama's fault that Clinton, Hillary Clinton lost the election. Where do you get these stories from? Uh, from verify, independently verifiable news sources. At I least feel like you just them. make it up. 74.2% of all <laughs> statistics are made up on the spot. No, oh. this is from two independently verified sources. Uh, that, so she's blaming. Uh, so you really don't have a source. Like, what source are we talking about? New York Times source. Or uh, what? Fox News, New York Times are the two I went to. Let's okay. try this again. So she's blaming Obama for what? That she she couldn't run her campaign on a platform of change because it would sound like she was smack talking him, and so she was her her campaign was constrained 
as a result, she couldn't win because she couldn't carry on his legacy because she wanted to change things, but she couldn't say she wanted to change things because of his legacy sucked. So that's why this week she lost the election. So why not just come out and say four more great years if, if you know, it may be a different great year. You but, know, she, but she didn't want to say they were great years. What was her motto? I don't really well, know. Wait, wait, wait. If you if you're gonna say sit there and say that yeah, those weren't eight great years, then why wouldn't you say, hey, look, we saw what happened during his administration. Let me do something similar but better. Why? I mean, could, I mean no, could no. she could she have done it where it said just not Donald Trump? Well, that's uh, like once that would have worked probably right. Like flashing back to 2008, she was expecting the coronation. I mean, it was like. She didn't hit states that first time because Obama at that point was a what sophomore freshman sophomore senator who hadn't even didn't even have a vote. They, they kind of fell apart during the DNC. I mean, I remember seeing reports of people leaving, like delegates were leaving because of how much corruption there was. Like they knew what was happening with Bernie Sanders and all that kind of stuff, and it yeah, wasn't it wasn't handled the, well. It wasn't handled well, and then you know the CNN scandal that that time came out that the debate prep questions. Now, went, now is she a vampire? If she looks in the mirror, can she and actually not see her reflection? Like, does she not know that interdimensional she, vampire? That's right. It's, in, it's not like Life Al Force. Alex Jones. Hey, if you haven't seen the movie Life Force, watch it. Inter intergalactic space vampires. I, I, I really believe this woman does not own a mirror because if she cannot look in that mirror and say, "I'm the reason why I lost this campaign," then she's, every week there's something to and I can't think of a presidential loser meaning someone who didn't get president who's still desperately trying to maintain a daily news presence well in the uh, in the history of america it, it's that that clinton mantra mantra you know it's it's we win that's it we don't lose and that's the thing i mean look at you know from mondale to dole to to all the people who were who were up against where's dick going uh you know by now they're gone they're they're on the the pundit course and that's it. Ah, oh, I know what Dick's doing now. So anyhow, I can't wait to see who's who's default next week. So we got the Russians, we've got the DNC, we got Bernie Sanders, we got Obama. I'm waiting for her to just come out and say it's Bill. <laughs> That'll be great. Well, that's what I'm saying. You gotta That'll be great. Especially with everything that's going on of of on again, both sides of the aisle, there are poopy heads. There are jackwads on both sides. This is not Jack a Republican there, it's not a Republican issue, it's not a Democrat issue. You have men in power who abuse it. And, and women, and women, people, people, people abuse power. People absolute power. power corrupts absolutely, right? That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but with great power comes great responsibility. You got it, Jake. That's right. I like and how Jake and I can finish each other's um sentence. sandwiches. Right? Yeah. Oh. It's such an old. Y'all are so stupid. <laughs> such an old joke. <laughs> so stupid. All right, we, we we got a few minutes left here. Do we want to talk about what we're thankful for for this Thanksgiving? Yeah. No. Well, wait. I got a quick question. Uh oh, golly. What Thanksgiving. Where's this rank amongst other holidays? Like mine, I I I put it at three. I'm a huge proponent of New Year's, not Christmas, but New Year's, mm -hmm. and Fourth of July, and then I go, uh, I go. Thanksgiving third. I think thanks, for for me Thanksgiving's pretty much number two. For me Christmas is number one. Just everything about it. Then Thanksgiving. Uh, historically, I just tend to have sucky New Year's, and it's just one of those things. That my New Year's just tend not to be good or memorable. Um, never got a New Year's kiss. Never got it. 
Thank you for rubbing salt Last in that New Year's, the Holly kicked me in the shin. <laughs> that's as high as she can reach. Is. That's just, that's just tall. As tall as Holly I can remember reach. that. I, she was aiming higher, but that's as far as that leg could go. Well, we were walking back uh, <laughs> to the house, and I said something, you know, me just me be me. Me being dick. And then she just kicked me just this flat out third grade, kicked me in the shin. It's like, <laughs> you jerk. And I'm like, ow, like, you know, get kicked in the shin doesn't feel good. So, you know what I'm thankful for? I'm thankful for that Thanksgiving is always on a Thursday, so it's at least consistent. It's funny how that happens. And that means you get, like, the schools don't know what to do. It's like, do we just give them, you know, Thursday, Friday off or do you give them the whole week off? And typically they give in and give the whole week off. So a lot of jobs are like, oh, give the whole week off for Thanksgiving. And so it's kind of nice to get, like, a. Yet I'm here. <laughs> right. Well, but we won't is, be here tomorrow. Yeah, we won't be here tomorrow. Or Friday. Right, radio always has to go on. I know, man. We could have ran replays all week. Jake, what are you thankful for besides yeah, being on a Thursday? Being a jerk. <laughs> no, I'm I'm thankful jerk. for the opportunity to get together with friends and family over this time. I, I don't, oh. I don't get to see all of my family all that often, and I don't get to see all of my friends anymore all that often because everybody's moved away onto bigger and better things, and yeah. I'm still stuck here with you guys. And so I'm thankful that I get to see him this weekend and, and everything like that. So, Skip? Yeah, you know, I, I hate to say what Jake said, but pretty much, uh, you know, this uh, for me is going to be a particularly special Thanksgiving, hanging with my sister, building some really good memories. Got You know, we're all going to be schlepping up to Dallas uh, where my sister is. She can't travel well, so mm-hmm. um, um, so she's there. And I've got some of my steps. I have eight steps, sisters and brothers. And oh, they're wow. like, to me, they're like, Real siblings. Yeah, you know, there's no step. For realsies. Yeah, they're, they're for realsies siblings. and But my only for realsies sibling is my sister. Uh, but they're coming in. We've got some of them coming in, too. So we're going to just That's awesome. fill the house, have some memories. Um, I will be the typical younger brother and draw my sister crazy because she can't eat. So I'll be going, nom, 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 this is the best <laughs> turkey I've ever had, sis. Mm. And I'll get yelled at for that, but you know that's what brothers do to their sisters. So are y'all opposed to having multiple Thanksgivings in one one week? No, I have been married and divorced enough times, and with kids that you know, especially with marriage, and this is something Dick may have to get used to. You got to, especially holidays, mm-hmm. you got to compromise and keep the peace. Maybe one year on uh, with your family, and then the next year with theirs, or you know, okay, we got you till noon, and then we're off to the other one. Yeah, because we did a. Uh uh, I I know Dick did last Friday at Friendsgiving, and then this past Saturday we we called it a drunksgiving. But yeah, we did a, <laughs> we did a drunksgiving on Saturday, and that was a lot of fun. And then I've got uh, one on Thursday and one on Friday. But I know some people are like, no, it's got to be on Thursday, and it's you, you have one, and they're very traditionalists. And it's like, eh, in this modern day of age, when when the family is so large and so divided and so many different things, it's you got to make room. The thing, you, you're you're right, Jake. Here's the thing. This is um a the day marks the time. I think Thanksgiving, to me, kicks off the holiday season in the sense that people tend to be a little nicer to each other. You know, they get the holiday spirit. And this goes beyond, you know, this is like cross-religion. I don't care if you're an atheist or, or rabid Catholic or Jewish. The season itself, I think people tend to appreciate it do you think for the lot, most part. Do you think a lot of people still associate? Because is Thanksgiving a religious holiday? I didn't think it was. A, no, 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 no. It is, so. it's... Um, uh, a remembrance of the pilgrims who sat down with the Indians. They had burritos, right? Breakfast they had burritos. Tacos. Yeah, they had, they had breakfast, breakfast burritos. They had breakfast tacos from Carmelitas. There. Oh, yeah. And then in that case, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> All right, guys. We got to be wrapping this stuff up. I'm tired of hearing y'all. 
Just kidding. I love y'all. Be <laughs> thankful, you folks. Back, You're listening to Morning's Lone Star here on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Special thanks to our sponsors here. We got Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. And don't forget, if you're just now joining us, we do podcasts every show. So if you missed Shannon's interview, we're on YouTube, Google Play, and iTunes. That'll be following shortly. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, MW Lone Star. Uh, coming up next on our talk show lineup is, of course, going to be Nathan Arizade's Montgomery County Lifestyle. Don't forget, Jake from Sports Talk will be at 1 o'clock today, probably talking everything that he didn't talk about on our show. So that's going to be brand new, Jake from Sports Talk at 1 o'clock. Stick around. You're listening to Montgomery County's community radio station here on IRLoneStar.com. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respected video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas, at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.